Robin here checking in on another episode of Pillow Talk and today I am reviving the awakening. This was a segment I did a little over a year ago highlighting modern crimes against black people. It's so easy for the majority to believe that we are over racism and that we've reached new milestones in America but when you know the history of America and you're constantly living in it you beg to differ. It's heartbreaking. It's tragic. And it's happening right now. This is The Awakening. So, if you are an OG listener of Pillow Talk Podcast, and you will know that the Awakening series was something that I did in the very beginning, highlighting modern Black crimes. Now, I've been busy becoming a foot soldier, if you will. Uh, Recently, I became a secretary for Black Lives Matter Lake County, which is a separate organization from the National Black Lives Matter, where we focus specifically on Lake County, which consists of Waukegan, Zion, North Chicago, and Gurney. Within me doing this, I've become very involved in providing safe spaces for my black and brown people, which I take a lot of pride in, please believe me. But another big thing that's always been a passion of mine is to tell our stories and to remind people that the injustices they're claiming no longer exist are actually prospering very efficiently in today's society. So Albert Wilson was a case that I left off on when I did this series. So I want to kind of dive back into what went down with him and give y'all a brief update because there has been some update that's going on with that. So he's a former KU student, University of Kansas, uh, you know, black male that was convicted of rape on a white woman with no physical evidence. Okay, so this case happened back in 2016. He was convicted by a mostly female, all white jury. So you can kind of see there how the conviction transpired. Basically, he met this girl at the bar. He's a student. You know, they're going out. That's what you do when you're in college. And him and the girl are flirting. They kicking it, whatever. They leave the bar and go to another place. They kiss. No sex happened. Okay, no sex happened. There was no penetration. There was no oral. There was saliva, you know, spit, if you will. But there was no other physical evidence that had transpired. They go back to the bar, actually, after leaving whatever they were at. The next day, she claims that she was raped and that Albert was the guy that raped her. Okay, so the case did gain some traction in the celebrity world and some petitions were started because, again, he was wrongfully convicted. And (laughs) I don't care what you say about a crime being committed. It's very hard for me to believe that somebody did something when there's a lack of physical evidence, especially to the degree of rape. Now, I'm never downing a rape victim. Okay, I'm never putting y'all in that box. Let me just do that. But. If we're going to keep it 100, let's keep it 100. White women have a very long history of lying on our black men about being sexually attacked. Um, A lot of the time they say whatever they feel like they need to say in order for them to come off as innocent or, you know, 
free of being uh, uh, damned or lusting after a black man, which is just downright racist. Okay. So over the months and in the years, again, it gained a lot of traction. Uh, shout out to Black Twitter that always keeps it popping and keeps things in circulation, which helped uh, the case get reevaluated. So we fast forward, okay? Now, um, this past August, uh, a new trial date was actually granted for Albert, okay? So he was released uh, this past March after serving two and a half years for this rape conviction. So he was originally sentenced to 12 years. He was originally sentenced to 12 years for this rape that had no physical evidence. He was granted a new trial. And within that new trial, um, I believe there was a seven year uh, a sentence that was going to happen. But he was released. OK, so the new trial is happening next year, February 28th, 2022. So this is going to really test again uh, the racial disparities that exist in our legal and justice system right now i don't know if y'all know about sundown towns i'm gonna definitely do an episode on that to dive into it but you got to know the history of places that you're at because they have a long history of hate for the black people now we're talking about kansas it's a lot of racist shit that happens out there i don't know if y'all know that but it's true so i feel I feel sad, you know, for him in this sense, because I I, I want to believe that with this new trial, he will seek justice to some extent um, as far as being, you know, uh, cleared of charges. Because, again, he did not rape her. But the fact that I think he will still be charged with something or that he'll have to plead out for something is still a fail. OK, it's still a fail, because why do we have to admit to wrongs that we did not do? It's so hard for the black man already to live in this world. Okay? It's damn near impossible. And when you succeed past the stereotypical uh, uh, basketball player or, you know... um, A college student, maybe the first in your family... And then to face something like this, it, it again makes you feel like, why the fuck am I even trying? So my heart goes out to Albert Wilson. Um, they do have a Facebook page as well. But this is a modern day crime. This happened in 2016. Okay. 2016. All right. It's 2020. He's been dealing with this shit for all these years already. Again, off of a crime that he did not do. So this next case really, really is fucking me up right now. This is a newer case that happened actually earlier this year. And the details of it anger me because, again, they, the world, I ain't going to say they, I'm going to say the world feels like they can kill us however they want to. And then turn around and say that we did it to ourselves. So on April 25th, Durante attended a house party. Sorry, Durante Martin attended a house party 
in rural Missouri where he was found unconscious with a gunshot wound to the left side of his temple. His death was ruled a suicide. This party took place at the Fredericktown home of a white man who had recently posted racist memes on social media. Three Missouri Highway Patrol troopers testified that they believed, in fact, that Durante took his own life. August of this year, a jury found that he died by violence, a.k.a. murder, and not suicide. So initially, uh, the authorities and uh, the pathologists insisted that he killed himself. But the jury, which... Uh, you know, concluded that he died by murder, could not determine who was involved in his death. So here we have a young man, and Durante was 19 years old, by the way, young man who attended this birthday party, in a sense, for somebody that he attended school with. And witnesses are claiming that he was acting erratic through the party and he was being paranoid Somebody gave Durante a gun, apparently, and he went upstairs to the attic. Another friend of his was with him during this supposedly shooting. And witnesses stated that the friend was trying to convince Durante to not kill himself, and then he killed himself. Authorities were called, and they also ruled that he, in fact, killed himself. The homeowner um, of where his death took place had admitted, apparently, to some supposed witness that he had something to do with this murder and that he also knew how to get away with murder. However, the homeowner uh, was subjected to taking a polygraph test in which he passed. So an inquest was requested. These occur when there is an uncertainty about a death and the county, you know, the area doesn't have a local medical examiner. So <laughs> there are so many gaps in this story, which is what really pisses me off about it. You have a young black man that's going to this party, okay, um, birthday party with all these other people and these other supposedly friends that he knows. And somehow he was given a weapon. Who gave him the weapon? Nobody knows, apparently. There was just some mysterious person that just dropped a, a gun off in his hand. He's supposedly acting crazy and erratic and, you know, off, off some pills and some drugs and some shit like that and goes upstairs and kills himself at this party with all these people. However, a second autopsy was conducted, which in fact concluded that he was murdered. He was not shot at close range. He was shot at far range, which means somebody stood a couple feet away from him and shot him in the head. Again, this is a 19 year old boy who ain't even lived life yet, surrounded by all these supposed friends and nobody is able to recall what the fuck happened. 
yet he was murdered. That is what the autopsy says. And the jury could not determine who was at fault. Let me tell you something. Had this been Gabby Petito or some um some shit like that, you best believe the homeowner, if anybody, would have been taken accountable for this, which is what I feel should happen. Sorry, this shit happened in your fucking house. And you mean to tell me you don't know what the fuck happened? You mean to tell me you don't know what went on between these kids, quote unquote, if that's what went down? No. You're held accountable. This shit happened in your fucking residence. Because had it been a little white girl that got shot at somebody's house, you best believe it would have been everybody named Mama that would have been in jail. These are the type of injustices that we are facing right now. This shit is happening right now. Nobody deserves to go to a party, birthday party at that, and get killed. Shot in the head. Okay? Intent. That's intent to kill. Somebody intentionally wanted to make sure that Durante died. And it baffles me that nobody is in custody. Nobody is in question. Nobody is is subjected to further uh, examination. No one? Nobody? It's, it's just really fucked up, you know? It's a fucked up situation because this shit's really happening. Durante's mother is constantly speaking on the case and how she's not getting any answers. And why is it that every time somebody black dies, we got to go out of our pocket to get a second autopsy because we can't even trust the first autopsy that's given to us. We can't trust that shit. There's a good chance that you have lied that you've taken some shit out that you didn't need to take out, that you've overlooked some things. We know organ harvesting is real, but but that's what it means to be black in America. You can't even die the same way other motherfuckers die. No, 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 no. They got to re-examine your body. They got to take you up out the dirt again or, or make you sit out longer so that somebody else can come and check because we can't believe what these white people did the first time. We, we just can't do it. And apparently, we, we can't believe what the officials say. The authorities, to me, this is just another, another nigga gone situation for them. The authorities didn't even want to take the time to question, you know, people and, and really dive into persons of interest. They were instantly ruling it a homicide. Three highway patrol troopers testified that shit. Three. All this motherfucker should be fired, period. Like, you don't know how to do your fucking job. You, you are a fucking highway patrol trooper and you don't know how to tell the difference between a suicide and a murder. Ain't that what they teach y'all before they let y'all in the field or whatever the case is? What, what's not clicking? This is sad because this story shows two different sides of the tale. They show on one end a pure lack of evidence, <laughs> yet you are still guilty. And on the other side, all of the evidence that's needed to indicate that someone else is guilty, yet they're still saying that Durante is guilty for killing himself. He killed himself. That's it. That's all. Mind you, Durante had a cast on his right arm. Not saying that, you know, he was disabled to, you know, a certain extent, but come on now. 
it really just fucks me up the more I think about it because I know it's going to always be like this if we don't re-examine and talk about the inconsistencies that we are seeing. Again, this is modern. This case happened on April 25th of this year. This year. Gabby Petito case happened, what? A month ago or some shit? They saw that motherfucker in 30 days. 30 days. Damn it, 25. <laughs> It's November. It's November now. We don't have a, 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 a lick of forward information when it comes to this case. Yet, Gabby was able to be on CNN World News in a matter of days and her case was solved. You can't tell me that there's not a racial disparity. You're lying. Because the proof is right there in your fucking face. It's there. Now that you have the information, what the fuck are you going to do with it? Are you going to continue to believe that the justice system serves black and brown people the same way it serves white people? No. Are you going to believe that we're literally going out here to parties, killing ourselves? No. We're, we're going out of our way to attack women, yet there's no physical evidence. No. But if you got to blame somebody, you might as well blame the black motherfucker, huh? My heart goes out to all of the families that were involved. Because nobody should have to go through this. Hopefully, there will be an update on Durante's, Durante's case within the next couple of weeks, if not next year. But I do want you to keep this in your brain of how long it's taking for this type of justice to happen. I'm Robin E. This is The Awakening. <laughs>